checking connection happy Tuesday I am just gonna turn oh. every week guys I'm just playing with these filters let's see what else do we got here oh, so fun okay I'm gonna stop <coughs> excuse me hello happy Tuesday Welcome to another episode of the Mighty Emotions Podcast. If you are just discovering me for the first time, hi, I'm Giselle. I'm an emotional resilience coach. And what I do in my work is help you go from feeling powerless in your life to feeling powerful, right? And I do this by teaching you emotional resilience because there is no personal power. As my teacher says in Ben Chen, there is no personal power without that emotional resilience right being able to face our emotions is huge and so that's what i do here and i teach about how it's all interconnected and today we're going to be learning how we give our power away and how we can actually take our power back um and it might surprise you what i get into and it might be a little controversial i think this episode might be a little controversial um uh, because people I see people online fighting about this phrase, right? And the phrase is, nobody can make you feel a certain way. So if you've heard that, leave me a comment. Be like, yeah, I've heard that. Nobody can make you feel a certain way. And it's often said in the context of, you know, people can't, people can't control how you feel. Only you control how you feel. And we're going to explore that because it's kind of a yes and a no, right? Nobody can make you feel a certain way and what other people do does impact us, right? There's a difference between like an effect and an impact. So we'll talk all about that so you can learn and you can understand where your emotions actually come from and why using that information you can take your power back, okay? So I want to start off by explaining where our emotions come from. Our emotions come from our subconscious. They come from within us. We are the source of our emotions okay I can't feel what you feel in your body you can't feel what I'm feeling in my body even if we're both experiencing a similar emotion even if we're both experiencing sadness we're experiencing it in different ways so our emotions are not something we can share or transfer there's something that we can use to relate to one another but ultimately how we feel what we feel is within us right and this is really important to know because Understanding the root cause of a problem is how we find the solution, how we find the appropriate solution, right? If we are, you know, we have a leak in our sink uh, and we're focusing on, I don't know, a broken door in our cupboard, it's kind of like water's rushing out onto the floor, we're ignoring the sink, we're fixing the cupboard, what is more important, right? That's kind of what it is when we are experiencing our emotions and looking at something external as the source of those emotions rather than leaning in tuning in and recognizing that the source is coming from within us okay we're completely ignoring the source of the problem so we cannot find a solution and that's why when we're so externally focused we get so frustrated that our emotions just won't go away we can't seem to change how we feel we can't seem to shift out of this this feeling even if when we do shift out of it we end up back in that feeling that's because we're not focused on the source we need to go to the source of the problem so 
First, foundational is understanding that our emotions, the source of our emotions is us. Our emotions arise from within us. Now, why did these emotions arise, right? You'll say, oh, because this person did something or this event happened, this experience happened. That's why I feel this way. This person said something to me. And again, we're looking at the wrong source. What happens externally to us is not what causes our emotions to arise. What causes our emotions to arise is that they have information for us about where we may be out of alignment, okay? And out of alignment with our reality. All of us are walking around with stories about the world, interpretations about the world, interpretations about ourselves, stories about ourselves, stories about other people. All of us carry this within our subconscious. We're not thinking it all the time, but it's there in our minds, right? And so what happens is that we outgrow these stories. You know, a story relates to our current reality, and as we evolve, as we grow, as we move places, as we shift, as we become new people, as we take on new identities, that story no longer aligns with our reality, okay? And what will happen is that we will have something go on, there will be somebody that says something to us, something will quote-unquote trigger us, right? And what, it, what that trigger is, is that something has collided, our actual reality that we're in now is colliding with the story we have about our reality that we're not aware of. And that friction is what causes our emotions to arise. So without the story, there is no emotional reaction. Without the story, there is no trigger, right? Uh, I'm gonna say that again. Without the story, there is no trigger. So if I don't have a story that I'm carrying that needs to be released, what someone says about me isn't going to cause an emotional response from me, isn't gonna cause an emotion to arise in me because there's no friction, right? Everything is in alignment, everything matches, there's congruence, okay? So in real life example, I grew up with very emotionally immature parents, very emotionally unavailable. I didn't get, you know, the love and affection and the nurturing uh, that, you know, today I try to give to my child, but that I would see on TV or that I would see from my friends. And this was consistent throughout my life. I did not get this from a young child as I grew, as I evolved. So the experience I was having, what was happening to me, you could say, was consistent, but how I felt begin to change as I began to collect stories and interpretations of the world, as I began to watch things on TV and see a mother, you know, having a great relationship with her child or seeing a friend of mine at school, as that started to happen, as I started to collect these stories about how I wanted the world to look, what I wanted my reality to be, it started to clash with what my reality actually was. So the experience that I was having wasn't changing. It was consistent, like I said, I never received it, right? It's not like I, I received it and then it stopped. I never received it. And at first it didn't matter. It didn't affect me. It didn't cause any specific anger or frustration or any like that, anything like that to arise. It didn't trigger me in any way because I had no other interpretation. I That was my reality, I accepted it, right? Well. When we accept our reality, when we accept things objectively, we take back our power because we're not in the state of non-resistance. 
We're not fighting what is in front of us, right? Before we can change something, before we can shift something, we have to accept it. Acceptance is the foundation of all healing, of all recovery, of all growth. So when we don't have stories built up, it's easier to accept. But when we collect these stories, that's when the frustration, that's when the triggering begins to happen. Another example, I grew up being told that I was unattractive, being told all these different things, and I decided to take these on and believe these things. I mean, as a child, we're just a walking subconscious. We're just absorbing. We're not questioning. We're not pushing back. We don't have our own inner things that, you know, can block us from that, can filter through. We're just absorbing everything. So I was absorbing all these opinions about me. And as I grew, it started to affect the way I showed up in the world, right? I said, well, if this is who I am, this is how I should behave. Not consciously, but subconsciously, right? We take, we behave, we carry out the identity, the behaviors, the characteristics of the identity, the archetypes that we're playing out. So I would be taking in all these stories. I'd be thinking, oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I'm unattractive. All of these things. And then someone would make a comment and the comment looking back now was completely innocent. But because I had that story, all this shame would arise in me, all this fear, all this insecurity would arise in me. Why? Not because of what they said, but because of how what they said was interacting with my internal beliefs and interacting with my internal state. So that's what I really want you to understand is that our emotions are not caused by the external thing, right? The external thing is something that we have to accept. Our emotions are caused by how that external event experience, how what that person does or says is clashing with our perception, our internal perception. How is, is there alignment with it? Is there harmony or is there disharmony? And depending on whether there's harmony or disharmony, that's going to determine which of our emotions arise. Is it going to be sadness that we feel? Is it going to be shame? Is it going to be gratitude? Is it going to be joy? Is it going to be excitement? What is it going to be? right? I say all this because understanding that when we are triggered, when there's an emotional activation within us, that our responsibility isn't to blame, isn't to focus on the external, because then we give our power away. We give the external thing control over us. We give the external thing power over us. It impacts how we move forward. It impacts how we adapt it impacts what actions we take or what inactions like it's all connected in the sense that when something outside of us becomes our focus we are stunted in our growth we are blocked in some way energetically we can't move forward because change happens from inside out shifts happen from inside out it starts with our acceptance it starts with our decisions it starts with us looking at what's showing up to see, oh, where have I outgrown this story? Where does this no longer align, right? If you told me when I was 12 that I was, you know, too skinny, okay? And I said, okay, I'm skinny, I'm too skinny. There's a problem with my body, right? At 12, years later, at 30, I don't have the same body, okay? So, I'm carrying that belief there's a problem with my body from 12 until 30. And then someone will make a comment about my body 
And at 30, I, I still feel like that 12 year old girl because I'm carrying that story. And I'm going to freak out. These emotions are going to come up. This shame and this insecurity is coming up to say, wait a minute, you're giving that comment power over you. That story isn't true anymore. What's true today? Right? Our emotions give us an opportunity to pause and see where within us we have carried stories that we've outgrown. Our emotions give us that opportunity. They're a signal. They're a cue that, whoa, what's going on within me that's causing me to respond this way to what, what's happening? And when we can use our emotions as tools, as cues to pause and reflect on and get curious, like why has this external event or why has this external person led to me feeling this way? Where's the clash? Where's the disharmony? Where's the incongruence? We'll always find the answer if we're willing to look for it. We'll always find the answer. Recently, I was feeling super insecure when I would go anywhere, anywhere. And I've done so much work on self-love and affirmations and all these things. Done all this work. And for the most part, I feel great about myself. And I would go out and I would be around strangers and I'd feel so insecure and I'd be like, what is this? What is this humiliation that's coming up? What is this? Right? And I could look and see, oh, well, it's it's their fault. It's them. They're acting weird. Oh, you know. But how is focusing on that going to lead me to understanding myself better or lead me to understanding and connecting to myself more? It's not. Right? It's never the external thing that needs my focus and attention. That is just what's helping me to focus and attune to myself. So I would notice this humiliation coming up and I would just be aware and I would notice the pattern and I would see it happening in different scenarios with different people and I'd say, okay, it's not the external thing. It's coming from within me. So why is it coming up? What is happening within me that's not congruent or that's not in alignment with what I'm experiencing and it took me several days of staying with that and going within and listening and asking the question and just being curious and being really aware and letting my body just letting that emotion come up and feeling it fully until I realized oh my god I've had this story that I'm repulsive since I was young since I was told that, since I was treated that way, that's been in my subconscious, deep in my subconscious. I was not aware of that. And so I would go into these circumstances and that story would come up. And because that story would come up, because I was in a similar circumstance, right, from what I was experiencing at that time in the past, that story would come up and I, I wouldn't understand it. We really have to get quiet and listen to hear the subconscious thoughts that we are carrying that we're unaware of. And when we allow that emotion, that discomfort that was coming up for me, I allowed it to come up because I knew it was trying to show me something. It was trying to tell me something. And as a result of that process of going through my emotional resilience process, which is four steps, noticing, honoring, listening, and then you can take a line action. But going through the process of noticing that discomfort come up, then being curious, honoring it, letting it be there, knowing that it's there to show me something, taking the focus away from the external and focusing 
on what was coming up in my body about what I was feeling about the thoughts I was having. Doing that allowed me to listen and see that this childhood thought that I'm repulsive, I was carrying that around with me. And because it was now in my conscious awareness, now that I could see it in front of me, sometimes journaling helps with this, whatever your process is, to get it in front of you, to bring it to your conscious awareness. Because then I could scratch it out. Then I could say, oh, no, no, that doesn't align with who I am today. I'm delightful, right? Whatever the opposite is of that, that maybe used to be how I felt. That maybe used to be what I thought about myself, but I'm not the same person. So why carry that belief? Why? And there are beliefs that I hold today that are serving me today that in 10 years might come up as discomfort because they no longer align, right? But the power that I have is to pause and to reflect and to do that inner work and to gain that awareness and as a result, I don't have that humiliation anymore. I don't have that insecurity when I go out anymore. I feel very, very comfortable with myself in public around strangers, right? I don't feel like I have anything to prove. I don't feel like I have to perform. All the behaviors that show up when we're not aware of the story that we're carrying, right? Giving our power away. If I had said, because I feel this way, I'm gonna avoid these scenarios. If I had said, because I feel this way, I'm going to change how I, how I act, you know, so that maybe I won't feel this way around these people, that's giving my power away. That's focusing on other people, other experiences, and that's not why our emotions show up. Our emotions show up so we can focus on ourselves. Our emotions show up when it's time to grow, when it's time to evolve, when it's time to release things from our past, when it's time to really look and pay attention to our subconscious and see where we have outgrown certain things. And just take the time to pause and appreciate how much we've evolved. I'm so grateful that today I don't feel that way. I don't believe that about myself, that I know that that's not true. It may have felt true at one time, but it's not true today. And if I hadn't noticed that discomfort and let it be okay that it was showing up, knowing that it has something to show me, sticking with it, getting curious, asking myself the questions. Okay, when is this showing up? Okay, what's the pattern? Okay. What's the similarities, right? That's when I'm in my power. And as a result, I have more energy, right? Because when I'm out, I'm not tight and anxious and socially anxious. A lot of times that social anxiety is a result of these unprocessed stories, these unreleased stories, these outdated beliefs that no longer align with who you are. You're still seeing yourself as your eight-year-old self when you're in that environment or your 15-year-old self, whenever it was that that belief was planted, even though it's been 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's not you anymore. And that discomfort is there to say, hey, it's not you anymore. And you have the agency and the capability and the power to release this and decide what's true today, what's true in your reality now, and to live in that way because our actions all stem from our beliefs. Our behaviors all stem from our, we are gonna behave as who we believe we are. If I believe I'm repulsive, I'm gonna behave accordingly. I'm gonna avoid people, I'm gonna hide, I'm gonna shrink. But if I believe I'm delightful, I'm gonna show up on Instagram Live and share this message because what's helped me can help somebody else. 
and I want to help and I want to make an impact. And I want you to know that your emotions aren't showing up to drain you of energy. They're not showing up to make it difficult to show up in your life. They're showing up because there's so many things that you've outgrown that it's time to release. And you have the power to release it. But it requires slowing down and tuning in. That's how you take your power back. You don't have to be in a rush. I could have said, okay, I noticed this discomfort now. I want to get the, what's the answer today? It took me like three days for the realization to come. Three days of being really intentional. Staying with myself, connecting with myself. Sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it's right away. But the beautiful thing is that once I finally re realized that belief that I was carrying, I released it immediately. Immediately it stopped having a hold over me. Immediately I'm not that person anymore. In that instant, I showed up differently in the world. Right? Had I not done that, had I not stick, stuck with it for three days or however long it took for that to come up, had I not done my emotional resilience practice, I would still be shrinking, I would still be hiding, I would still be, you know, feeling this discomfort and this social anxiety and not know why it was coming up. But the answer was already within me, I just had to slow down and tune in and listen to it and let it come up. And that is how I was able to take my power back, take the reins back. Those social, those social environments, those social experiences didn't have a control over me anymore. They didn't have a hold over me anymore. I'm making decisions to go out. I'm making decisions to show up. I'm in my power fully, right? So I hope that something today resonated with you. I hope that it just shifted your belief a little bit about what that discomfort is really about and how not focusing on the external, yes, that thing they said was hurtful, but why was it hurtful to you? What is the story within you that connected or collided with that hurtful statement? Yes, you lost somebody that you love and you care about, right? That's why the sadness is showing up. That's why the grief is showing up. Because you wouldn't feel that over just anybody. What was meaningful about that relationship for you? These emotions are always there to take us deeper within ourselves. But when we try to avoid them and run, we feel powerless. We give our power away, right? But if you want to learn how to not do that, if you want to learn how to really take your power back, then go to the description. I'm going to have it linked in on YouTube, on Spotify. In the description bar, I've created my podcast notes. Every episode is going to have notes. And it's going to have an activity and the activity is going to walk you through the steps of taking your power back. It's going to walk you through the steps of going deeper within your emotions and actually focusing on what's there for you. What are the gems, the jewels, the, the wisdom that you already have within you that's trying to come out? How to tap into that and access that. So if you're interested in that, go to the description, download the podcast notes. And if it's helpful for you, send me a DM, message me, leave me a comment. And let me know, you know, everything that I give is going to be tangible, simple, effective, things you can do immediately, right? You don't need to set up candles and singing bowls and do any of that. You can immediately find a quiet moment, sit down, do the activity and see what comes up and see how you feel, right? Because I know how sometimes we overcomplicate the process 
And taking your power back sounds like, oh my gosh, what is this big thing? And it's actually really simple. Okay, so with that, thank you for tuning into another episode. I appreciate all your support. If you found this helpful, like it wherever you're listening, share it with anyone you think could benefit from it. And I will see you guys next week. If there's anything that you want me to do a podcast episode on, by the way, then definitely send me a note, leave me a comment, and I'm more than happy to 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 share whatever comes up for me. I can only share what's from my experience, but your girl has experienced a lot. Okay, so I'm happy to to look into that. And if I don't know, I will find the resources and share it with you as well, right? This is all about helping you come home to yourself and helping you feel empowered by your emotions. Okay, so I love you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.